Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. What's going on, everybody? It's Matt, a.k.a. The Lumberjack Landlord, here with my good buddies, the other two of what makes the three amigos. How's it going, guys? How's it going, Mike? Going wonderful. Thanks for asking. It's Friday. I know tomorrow's actually Saturday for you. I get it. It's Friday night for Dion. Yes. It's awesome. Good for you guys. Dion, it's Friday. Soon to be Friday night. How's it going? Again. <laughs> Every night is Friday night. How's that Howdy, Groundhog I'm doing Day, great. pal? <laughs> so what I'm doing think- great. We did a live stream last night on um, Millennial Mike's channel. And I think people should just pop over there and at least check out mm-hmm. the first three minutes <laughs> when we were live but didn't know it because we, he was learning the tech. Yes. I was literally on the phone with him, walking him through it. And he's like, yeah, we're not live yet. We're online. Yeah, yeah. And so he's really cool. He's gracious. He's leaving that up. He's like, yeah. yep, we make mistakes. I'm not going to take it out. It's great. I love it. Yeah. I was like, who is that voice from above? Oh, wait a second. I feel like I've been read a story by that voice. So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, the topic I wanted to talk about first today, guys, was tenants. Um, I think that, you know, as I'm starting to see things, we touched on it a little bit last night on the video. One of the things yeah. that I'm starting to see is uh, broken leases as well as um, slower or fewer qualified renters, mm-hmm. right? Because part of my criteria, you know, really my three main things is credit score above 680 that you make that you net three times the rent. Um, and that you have a, um, that you've paid your landlord the last three months of rents. And I want proof of that, um, because I don't believe that you paid cash. So in, with those three criteria, what we're seeing is, is we're actually getting out there, we're posting our units. Um, and we just had one that we posted and it was 250 inquiries in 72 hours. Um, and it's like pulling, I get yelled at for not having an application fee. I'm getting yelled at for not having an application fee. And I said, these are the only three things that I want you to provide. If you can provide yeah. those three things, I'll waive the application fee. I'm yeah. not going to provide that information. Then you don't get a unit. Mm-hmm. So Mike, talk to me about what you've instruction, instructed your property manager and what feedback they're giving you on, on what they're posting and, and what they're seeing in the market. Have you gotten any feedback to that? End? Yeah. So it's, it's, you know, again, you know, daily operator, right? Uh, you, you, it's actually your and our story is kind of funny because you've done a lot more acquisitions in the last 12 months than I have. Yes. Right. Uh, I spent the last 12 months kind of rejiggering all my debt. Yeah. I did buy a couple of units here and there. Uh, a lot of my work was focused on trying to build an ADU because it was a better yield. But that actually gives me the ability to look at my portfolio roughly same, same, right? Apples to apples, yeah, right? Sure. Same people I had a year ago, same properties. That's it's right. not like your situation where, damn it, I added 50 doors and I don't know who I got. And it's a lot of churn. It is churn. Uh, I get a daily report of rent collection uh, today versus this today, last month, right? So every month I can see what's going on. 
And there's a couple of themes that, that are going on. One, rent collection is slower yeah. now than even four months ago. Yep. Interesting. Uh, we have had uh, more turnover uh, in the last four months than we had certainly the previous four months by, by a pretty large margin. Mm -hmm. uh, and then finally, um, we haven't had more evictions yet, knock on wood. Uh, but, but, um, vacancies, you know, I hadn't had a vacancy go more than 48 hours in like five years. We've had a couple of vacancies and it's really weird, at least in my market. I only can talk to mine. Apartments are slow. Okay. Houses are crazy. Yeah. Like all the competitions on houses, houses, you could pretty much name almost any rent. Um, but apartments, which is about 60% of our unit count, they're slowing down. And this is kind of what I've put out six months ago, like this, this syndication, this stupid assumptions, this, this rent's going to go to the moon. It doesn't go up like that. It, we, we, this, this has been unnatural. Rents are going to have to come down. And I, I, I really do think you're starting to see it in um, like the smaller apartments, you know, like the, the studio, the one bedroom, one bath at 580 square feet, the two bedroom, one bath at, you know, 600 square feet, 650 square feet. Because again, neighbors, right? You, you just don't want it. And if you have to go there, you have to. But it's really weird. I, I do think, I think the, it's really it's really weird to say this. I think the last two years were kind of unnatural because I think rent collections really weren't that bad. No. And oh. I, think, I, think, I think landlords got spoiled. I, yes. think, I think a lot of people who have been operating larger apartments the last two years uh, got spoiled, have made horrible assumptions. Their debt structures are terrible, and we're about to see a lot of pain. I think there's a lot of pain coming to multifamily. I agree. Dion? I think the tenants are feeling the pain. Yeah. And it's, I, I talked with both of you over the last couple of weeks about my 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 perception of a flaw in the affordability index. If If we're looking at historical data on everyone's wages from last year and what we are assuming they're increasing, affordability index seems off. But when you have work remotely options, people from huge cities that were making, you know, multiple six figures can move to a rural area, save thousands of dollars a month, but pay twice what anyone else was. Mm -hmm. That's what my tenants are experiencing. So at the beginning of this year, my last purchase, I'm much slower than you guys. I, I don't actually have the goal to add a whole bunch of units. I'm going to buy one more probably in the next year or two. I bought one last year, but this year, the beginning of this year, I spent doing the binder strategy with all the tenants. And I had across the board, a rent increase from 20 was the, the, the smallest to 28% was the largest. So 20 to 28% rent increase at tenants request. I had two tenant turnovers, which doubled the number I've ever had. Like, like in 10 years, I've had four. Um, one person bought a house and one person moved out of the area. So I get to reset rents to area average. Yeah. And I have great relationships with my tenants. Almost any time I have a, a place that's coming available, the tenants have reached out and said, hey, it's great living here. I've got friends. Can they apply to, you know, can I get the link to your place when it comes open? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I send the link to my current tenants who had the binder strategy and their rents went up 20 to 28%. And they see the amount of the new unit that's next to them. That's like in the same unit and while I did some minor upgrades, like I put in flooring and paint, I didn't do kitchen, bathroom, guts or anything, just the basics. It's double. Yeah. Like that's the amount of rents we can demand on a new tenant because yeah. of work remote options. So I have three roommates 
all working remotely, took that for twice what my 20 to 28% increase was. Wow. Tenants are going to suffer because a lot of landlords aren't like us. I think we keep our rents at or below area average. Like we're not trying to push it up. I mean, yeah, when you do a complete rehab, you're going to get area average rents. I totally get that. But we're not going to our tenants and saying, hey, you're getting a $600 increase in three months because the rents have gone up. Uh-uh. So, and, but there are people who do. Absolutely. Yes. Yep. We, um, with these units that we put up, we, I think it was, it's, I think now, because we actually had uh, two people break their lease this week. Um, and so, and they literally were like, hey, just wanted to let you know I moved out. It's September 3rd. I was kind of expecting a call about my rent, rent. a couple of days. Yeah. <laughs> that was not what I expected. You got me. Uh, she's like, I know you're going to keep my deposit. And I go, I think that's kind of a foregone conclusion, but there might be, you're more right. Than that. There might be more than that. Um, but I think again, at the end of the day, it's like, and I just asked her, I was like, well, why'd you move? She's like, my husband lost his job. I said, Oh, it's coming. I said, I said, well, let, let's try and get you help with assistance. I said, I'm not there waiting at the door, ready to post papers. Like, um, I want to have the conversation first. I, you know, uh, Dion had had that story where they're basically like, Hey, pound sand, I'm not paying you. These people weren't doing that. I wasn't saying that. And so I was like, let's at least have that conversation. She's like, no, we're, because we have no idea when that assistance will run out and we don't want to have to move out in the winter time. And I was like, fair enough. I was like, I get it. So we just had the conversation. I said, all right, I'll, I'll keep me posted. Send me your forwarding address. Let me know. Um, and so it was a peaceful move out. They still broke the lease, yeah. um, but it was a peaceful move. But it doesn't have to be nasty. But I think that no. them having the foresight, though, that they don't know how long it's going to take to get him a job. And at the same time, too, it was also a little bit more annoying. They were a pretty, pretty rough tenant. Um, one that I wasn't a huge fan of. They they were, you know, light. they were the light bulbs out kind of tenant. I'm mm-hmm. like, you need to fix your own light bulbs. Um, but what was really interesting was there's no way that guy's going to have difficulty getting a job. He's yeah, a, you, you wouldn't think he could get a job in five seconds. Like they're just using it as the catalyst to be able to get out, move in with their parents. That's what, that's what they're ask. doing. Yeah. That's, yeah right. that's what I found out. They're moving in with their parents and she's like, and so our bills just go to zero. And I was like, yeah, I, I know how that works. Yeah. It's a thing called house hacking. I got it. Yeah. yeah I've, I've heard, oh, I finally there were videos about that. Um, so I think what's interesting is, is as that continues to transpire, Mike, are you seeing more people reach out for assistance? Because I don't know how that works in California, in New Hampshire, it's Mm -hmm. a very easy thing to reach out for that assistance. Um, not yet. Okay. Not yet. Uh, you know, the, the Fresno employment market is still relatively strong. I have not heard, knock on wood, uh, about tenants being laid off yet. Not that it couldn't happen. I just haven't heard about it. Yeah. Um, but no, not yet. It, it's, I mean, my my property management company has a whole list of people that provide assistance, so it's not unheard of. We've done it a bunch sure. of times and sure. are willing to help when they, basically it's a two-way street. You reach out, tell us, they'll help you. Absolutely. Right? Um. But yeah, there's still be, I mean, I haven't had a broken lease in a little while, but I mean, they happen for all kinds of reasons, some good, some bad. It, it, it happens, right? So it's, yeah. it, I just think the economy is going to get worse. I agree. And there's a lot of multifamily investors 
who have not been through owning apartments in a recession hard yeah owning single family homes in a recession not as hard agreed yeah i think small multi fix fits under that bubble when you talk yes. about you know single family certainly i think is the best asset but the two threes and fours like still are so small apart yeah it's it's apartment. when you get it's 10 units and it's five on the bottom five on top you got an 18 that's nine and nine it's it's when everybody's crammed together and then you get rising unemployment and people are drinking at noon and it's just it just becomes a problem yeah. the more space you have and the more it feels like your own home even if there's a connected carport or a shared wall, Agreed. it's all good. It's that, it's that let's get a lot of people together for 24 hours, seven days a week. It's just, it can lead to problems. And I don't think many people are ready for it. I, I, I completely agree with you. Dion, are you doing anything different in knowing that the economy is going to get tougher and knowing rents are where they are? Are you, are you as a self? Yeah, I, I, I retired from a six figure job. <laughs> That's so different. you can spend more time property managing. <laughs> I'm missing the core. So I can spend more time doing all of the nothing that I want to. <laughs> so building a, re a, a rental portfolio mm -hmm. as you're building it, I think people should be planning for prolonged government shutdown, pandemic, stock market crash, recession. So I've diversified the properties, yep. these small multifamily separated by at least 10 miles. Uh, close to several economic drivers so that several places would have to lay off from different kinds of sectors. So they're not all in a tech area. They're not all at the hospital. They're not all by the college. They're not all by the base. But I also diversify the tenant type. Sure. So in a recession, the military might downsize, but that's months. You know, everyone's um, end of current contract doesn't happen at the same time. It's not like everyone in, signed up January 1st. It's like all throughout the year, people might be getting out. Um, a recession doesn't impact retired people. Yeah. A recession doesn't impact Section 8. Yep. So yes, I have a few tenants who could be impacted. And during 2020, I had two who reached out for assistance from the CARES Act. And both of them had two months covered. So they got two months free. Never missed a day of work. Worked the whole time just went and said, hey, can I get some help with rent? And the CARES Act covered two of their months. Um, so I have a smaller portfolio. So it, you know, a third of them, if they stopped paying, I would feel it. It wouldn't, it wouldn't mean I was pulling money out of my pocket or having to go to work or anything. Sure. So that's what I'm doing different. I'm, I'm, I'm planning from pretty much, not day one, but like seven years ago, thinking as I add properties, okay, I have three military people. I'm not going to advertise the next couple of base uh, on the base. Like I'm not going to advertise no military. Like I'm not going to discriminate, <laughs> but I'm going to call the housing authority and say, Hey, here's the link to my next unit that comes available next Tuesday. Sure. Who do you think I'm going to get? And so I sleep like a baby. I'm, I'm ready with reserve. So I have it. If I have a tenant and if they're watching, feel free, prove it. Who loses their job, gets a demotion, gets cut there, get this, their hours cut. I can work with them. There's, there's a couple of things. And I actually earned one of these from you, Matt. Uh, and a friend who recently went through an eviction in Washington state, if somebody's going to get those papers put on the wall because they're not paying, or they even send an email, I'm not paying. Mm -hmm. You're also required to provide the resources for rent relief, rent ass rental assistance, all of the different options that they have here. I think there's like nine of them that we had to put on her wall. <clears throat> and if the tenant isn't a douche that just says, I'm not going to pay of those nine things, those papers help them get the assistance. They get to go, look, I'm being evicted. They get right to the top of the list of people to get helped. 
So, I mean, there's like this, so many tiers of things that have to go wrong that by the time I think that a portfolio like mine and, and you guys are even larger and as diversified, if not more, I'm still, and I don't want to be the broken record. I'm more concerned with the person who sat back and said, I'm not buying rentals because there's a recession coming in and that my tenant might get laid off. Well, if you're not buying rentals and you get laid off. Yeah. One income versus multiples. Mike, any other further thoughts on this one? Uh, again, I um kind of a broken record. I'm very nervous. Macro 2023. Yeah. Micro Olivia and I, I have never been, I, there's only one year that likely will be better. And that was 2010. Uh, 2023 could be the best year for Olivia and I most cash deployed, least down payments, most cash flow gained. I'm ecstatic for what's coming. Uh, but macro, right. I, I have a heart. I, I feel for folks. Uh, I think, I really do think 2023 could be the worst economic year of my adult life. And I don't feel good saying that. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be tough. I think it's going to be tough jobs market. I think it's, I think all of that stuff shifts. Um, and I think that, you know, we, we tried to be reasonable in our rent increases in ironically, we were able to stay below market in a number of them. Mm -hmm. um, and I look at the competition and I'm seeing, you know, I'm advertising a, a nice three bed, uh, one and a half bath for 2300. And I see literally two blocks away, some clueless person has a one bedroom for 2595. And I was go. like, that's going to stay vacant for a real long time. It yeah. just, it is. So Mike, tell everybody where they can find you, my friend. Uh, one rental at a time. And if you'd like to join my live streams, it will be 8 a.m. on Saturday. 60 minutes, your question, my answers. Love it. Dion. Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. And my live streams are Tuesday afternoons, 4 p.m. Pacific. They are indeed. And Lumberjack Landlord, 1130 a.m. Eastern time on Sundays. And feel free to hit that like button and also subscribe if you want to continue to get your face rocked off with amazing real estate content. Thanks, everybody. Talking talk number yeah. two.